often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap box. Slap box. Welcome to Slapbox Podcast. This is episode 598. I am your host, Josh Albrecht, recording once again inside the Slapbox penthouse. Uh, my trusty sidekick, Agent Fox Mulder, the three-legged feline, has just left the room. I don't know. He must have found something to, you know, some. he's curious about something. He's a cat, so he's curious. He must have heard some noise. Something has spurred his attention. Spurred is the correct word there. Uh, anyway. Yeah. It's uh, sidetracked by losing the right words. Anyway. Uh, man. I just want to say it sucks that uh, Apollo Creed has left the building. The Carl Weathers. Fucking love me some Carl Weathers. It is no longer amongst us. That is the living. That is, uh, shit, man. Fucking legend. From his, uh, you know, uh, I mean, obviously, I guess the, the where everybody originally got to learn Carl Weathers unless you know they were football fans in what I guess the 70s he was uh he I'm not sure what position he played he played for the Raiders I know that and uh <clears throat> but that was a little before my time a little before my oh, I guess he was a linebacker defense he was defense um as uh Oh, in college, I guess he played defensive end and then moved to linebacker when he was uh, the uh, on the Raiders there. Oh, 1970. So that was, yeah, that was way before my time. That was uh, a, over a decade before I was, uh, a, you know, a glint in my father's eye. <laughs> or whatever. Uh, a swimmer in his sack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, oh, man. Oh, he went to strong safety. He started as a linebacker, went to strong safety. Um, that's that's interesting. Uh, I guess and he ended up going to play for the Canadian League after playing with the Raiders for a little bit. So, and then he gave up football, I guess, in like 73, 74, somewhere around there. Oh, he retired from football in 74. That's when he began acting. I mean, he started with some black exploitation films uh, and uh, some TV shows, looks like. But Apollo Creed, baby. That's when the world, America and the world began to really love Carl Weathers. As uh. And that fucking Russian bastard, Ivan Drago, would go on to kill him in Rocky IV. But, uh, I, one of my favorites, Mr. Carl Weathers, which he's in so many things that I'm just, you know, a fan of. I mean, I love him just playing himself on Arrested Development. 
That was good stuff. It's Carl fucking Weathers. Like, uh, I mean, Predator is what, you know, uh, one of my favorite roles of Mr. Carl Weathers. And one of the greatest memes of all time came from his appearance in there. That's where, uh, of course, Arnold playing Dutch and uh, Carl Weathers is Dylan. Dylan! Uh, when they first meet up and uh, they go in for the like the greatest handshake ever in human history. There is so much testosterone going on in that handshake. Uh, like and it, you can see as they're going in for the handshake that Arnold and Carl Weathers, which Carl Weathers was fucking jacked at that point in time. I think he probably stepped up his game. I mean, he he played in the NFL. He was a, playing light linebacker and stuff. You got to be pretty jacked. But uh, I'm sure he stepped up his game once uh, he knew he was going to be working with Ald. I mean, he was pretty in pretty damn good shape as Apollo Creed as well. But man, like he is jacked for Predator. Uh, just just for that one shot. That's all they really needed it for was the handshake. And of course, when they're going in for the handshake, Arnold. And Carl are both just dry, you know. There's there's no light reflecting off their arms and all that stuff. All of a sudden, they they do a, a cut to the shot where they're both, their hands are grasping each other, and then you just fucking the veins. They're both just flexing as they're fucking grabbing and just. Uh, I don't know if you call that a handshake because I don't think their hands are shaking. It's just fucking handhold flex, <laughs> and then for the close up shot. They're clearly both covered in oil as their muscles are just gleaming in the light. The light's just bouncing off, and it's just pure excellence, pure joy. As two colossus monster, uh, monstrous like physiques, just combining for that 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 brief moment that has lasted an eternity in film history. <laughs> just oozes testosterone. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> and, uh, of course, uh, Arnold has uh, said some words about, uh, as as many, all the actors that have worked with uh, Mr. Carl Weathers, which, unfortunately, I never got to meet Mr. Carl Weathers. Um, so, I, you know, I can't attest to his person personality in real life but it sounds like he was a great person to work with and just a awesome person off the screen as well as on um <clears throat> i know uh ming na wen who uh play uh plays uh shit <laughs> fennec shand on uh mandalorian she of course worked with carl weathers on the mandalorian uh <clears throat> She uh, worked with him. Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's been a while since I watched Mandalorian. They had a fair amount of scenes, I guess, together. Where Mr. Weathers um, plays Grief Karga, which uh, he was kind of the head of, like, bounty hunters kind of thing, putting out bounties on people and shit, and then he's, like, sort of a mayor, I guess, wouldn't you leave it, whatever his position is comes a politician, if you will. 
It's great to see Carl. It's great to see Carl Weathers in anything. I mean, it's like a a friendly face. Just like, oh shit, it's Carl Weathers. So great, Carl Weathers. That's I mean, that's how I felt seeing him in Mandalorian. Like it's fucking Carl Weathers. Love that man. It's Chubbs from fucking Happy Gilmore, man. I mean, how more awesome can you get than that? Fucking alligator took his arm. And then Happy goes on to fight the alligator. And then Chubbs makes a, a brief appearance in uh, Little Nicky. Uh, he, uh, of course, passed on to the other world uh, in, in Happy Gilmore. And uh, then, of course, yeah, he's, uh, I forgot if he's an inhale or something. He's he's only in, if I remember correctly, he's only in Little Nicky briefly. I don't remember all that much about Little Nicky. I remember Quentin Tarantino being in there, which is kind of weird. A little bit with him as a was a preacher. Tarantino just looking all freaky, which he's kind of a freaky looking dude anyway. And then you put him in a preacher's outfit and stuff. But yeah, what a, what a legend, Carl Weathers. Sadly, I, I didn't pull any clips up of uh, of his voice or anything or of him. classic lines. Although you know what I, sh- I I should probably I mean I could pull up a YouTube clip here. Of uh, I want to hear the audio of the handshake. I don't know, but it's been a while since I've watched Predator. I figure this weekend at some point I've got to pull that up, like maybe tomorrow, or maybe tonight. Pull out fucking Predator, man. Got to do some Predator. As uh, <clears throat> I mean. Shit, dude. Just fucking for Carl Weathers. As uh, I'm trying to kill time while I'm <laughs> opening up my browser and shit on the Zord laptop. Because uh, if I do it on the PC, the audio doesn't work out playing it on the computer that I'm recording. It's kind of a pain in the ass. So uh, trying trying to multitask... And it's not working out real weather. <laughs> real real weathers? Real real well. God damn it. Let's see handshake scene. There we go. Handshake scene. Let's let's at least get that on. I mean just fucking legendary scene. Oh. It's been a while since I've watched this, like in the actual movie, more than just like on a gif. <laughs> oh, which is, you know, one of the greatest gifts of all time. Oh, there's a commercial. We're not playing that. Damn it. I should have known not to pot it up yet. As, uh, come on. Five seconds. Here we go. We're going to get the handshake scene. And here it is. So why don't you use the regular army? What do you need us for? Because some damn fool accused you of being the best. Yes. Oh, like this sounds so not low on me. Dylan! You son of a bitch. Oh, there it is. What's the matter? The CIA got you pushing too many pencils? It's like arm wrestling, basically. Huh? Oh. Had enough? Make it easy on yourself, Dutch. 
<laughs> okay, okay, okay. You never did know when to quit, huh? Damn good to see you, Dutch. Oh. What is this fucking Thai business? Oh, come on, forget about my Thai, man. I heard about that little job you pulled up in Berlin. Very nice, Dutch. Good old days. Yeah, like the good old days. Oh, fucking! I had to watch that scene again. I mean, it had to. It had to. It had to happen. Uh nobody posted a comment since. Okay, here we go. There's people posting. Uh, Rest in peace, Carl Weathers. He shall never be forgotten. I was waiting for. I mean, we will. We will never forget this handshake. This moment in time. Uh, that is fucking legendary, man. Fucking legendary. Fucking amazing. You can watch that handshake over and over and over again. It's just simply the best. Anyway, moving on. Uh said move away from Carl Weathers but that's got to be done um s- the day after well actually the day I ended up posting the last episode um normally on Sundays which is uh, the day that of course I uh, post the episodes um I uh do my laundry go grocery shopping and and clean that's a typical Sunday for me last Sunday ended up being not so typical, <laughs> as uh, I got a phone call at like uh, nine nine thirty in the morning, and uh, I just went to go like take a, a nap after uh, uh, uploading the episode last week's episode, and uh, my buddy from work, John, ended up uh, calling me, and uh, it turned out uh, our boss, uh, Brittany, had. Uh, she had tickets to the Blues game that day. Um, her son, that uh, is only a few months old, uh, she wanted to take him to his first Blues game, but he, he, I guess he wasn't feeling well or something, and she just didn't think he was going to handle it real well going to the game. You know, there's a lot going on for uh, for an infant. And uh, so uh, she... Uh, wanted to give the tickets away and uh, she called John up and uh, our other friend uh, from work uh, we call uh, Pee Wee he unfortunately uh, his baby mama uh, passed away and uh, he's now uh, taking care of his kids like full time and so he's really going through some shit you know really really sucks he's really good dude and uh, she wanted John to take him, but it was, I mean, it was so last minute. It was, it was like nine, whatever. She called John. And then uh, the game was at one. So there wasn't a whole lot of time beforehand. And uh, I don't think Pee Wee's like real big into sports anyway. But she wanted John to take take him to get uh, his mind off, you know, things. Give him a little something to do. Uh, <clears throat> but again, yeah, he he couldn't uh, couldn't find. It, I guess he didn't have anybody that could just watch the kids on the drop of a hat and everything like that. And uh, so I ended up going to the Blues game last week, which was it's pretty great. We had a, a good time. 
their uh, great fucking game. You know, this is my the third time now that I've gone to a Blues game. There's years that have happened in between the times that I've gone to Blues games. Um, and this would mark the first time that I've gone to a Blues game and the Blues actually fucking won. <laughs> I was starting to think I was, you know, bad luck for the guys that uh, if I went to a game, it was going to mean a loss. You know, had I gone to a third game and they lost again, you, granted there's, you know, it wasn't like I was going every week or anything. It was years in between. You know, maybe I'm just bad luck. The first game I went to was like 2008 or 2009, somewhere in there. Uh, good good buddy uh, Toddy that uh, was on the podcast many years ago. His uh, ex-wife had uh, won tickets at work. And we went and it was the all-you-can-eat, all-you-can-drink seats. And we didn't pay for it. That was... That was a different experience, and that was my first. Uh, that was great for my first experience. Even though the Blues ended up losing that game, like they did go to a shootout, which uh, the goalie at the time I believe was Manny Legacy, <laughs> and uh, everybody's cheering Manny, and then uh, we had such a good time knowing it, because of all you can eat, all you can drink, and there's just so much going on at. A, Blues game, well, hockey game in general. I would imagine, you know, like most hockey NHL games you're going to go to, like it's, I mean, there's constantly music going on, there's buzzers going off, there's, you, he, no matter where you're at, you're hearing the guys hit each other and stuff. I mean, it's, it's like constant action as opposed to like, uh, like watching a baseball game or even like, football and stuff like football takes a lot longer to like set up plays and stuff like uh in between you know there's a lot of downtime of football there's downtime in hockey you know there's stoppage and play quite a bit but the stoppage and play doesn't happen very long you know you get a nice little break in between the periods which is good to go get up go piss get yourself a drink which i had to piss a lot this last game but uh that first game, man, that was – we ate and drank uh, – well, I didn't drink a whole lot that first game. I had a few beers, but, like, it was – I ate so much food that game that just, like, I thought my, my stomach was going to explode. I had – I mean, they had so many different things you could eat. <laughs> and it was, so, since we weren't paying for anything, it was like, fuck yeah, give me two three of those. <laughs> it was like this brat with a pickle on it that was fucking amazing. Oh, so good. Uh, but this last game, yeah, the second, the second time too, in the last game I went to, which I, I was during the time of this podcast, um, during the era, which was only like two years ago. It was my birthday, like two years ago, I believe. So that checks out. I think it was twenty twenty two, if I remember correctly. Yes, yes, I want to say it was twenty twenty two. And uh, went to, what is it, the Tool concert the day before or the day after? I don't remember. It was, I think the day before was the Tool concert. And then St. Pat's was the day of the Blues game. 
and uh, we were at the Enterprise Center for the Tool concert and for the Blues game. They lo- unfortunately lost that game, but uh, I got a you know a green jersey, and I'm prepared for this next St. Pat's, which hopefully should be going back to a Blues game. And uh, it was a fun game. I mean, it was it's fun to watch even if they lose. It's a good time just going to the uh, Blues game, but uh, then led to uh, John Boy and I going up there this last Sunday. And uh, normally um, I would, if I was to go to a Blues game or any big event in St. Louis, I prefer to go to the Metrolink, uh, hit up the Metrolink station in Shrewsbury, and because it's only, I'm not sure what, maybe they've raised the prices a little bit now, but it's probably like only like maybe like five bucks for a round trip on the uh, Metrolink. So that's like, you know, cheap parking. You don't have to pay for parking there. You just have to pay for riding the Metro. So if you just go park up at the Shrewsbury Metro um, and then uh, take that, but it does take longer to get there than to just drive straight to the event. But again, I just really enjoy. There's even for big events, you go to the Shrewsbury station at least. There's not much people parked at the metro station, so it's easily to get the uh, a spot there. And uh, you just got to wait a little bit to get to your event. <laughs> and uh you know, just try to avoid getting shot. I've never seen anybody get shot. I know that, you know, unfortunately that stuff kind of happens on the Metro. I think more of the problems end up being on the east side. Uh, but I've never had any issues riding the Metro. I feel like as long as you're doing it during the daytime and stuff, and you're not out there at, you know, your closing time. Although, I, you know, I don't know. I, I haven't done any scientific studies to see what time of day and when you're more likely to get shot on the metro but uh you know St. Louis is kind of known for some crime. I thankfully though have not uh had any issues myself on there. I like to have a little excitement. That being said, uh it's really expensive usually to park in St. Louis uh you know at the Enterprise Center or like uh, Bush Stadium, anything like that. There's a Cardinals game. and uh, But since we were on a time crunch, we didn't leave till it was like pretty much noon when we left. And, you know, it's like a 55-minute drive. I, so I drove straight to basically the Enterprise Center. I, I figured Union Station is right next to the Enterprise Center. Um and I did a I did a quick Google search like <laughs> the best place to park for the Blues game, and hopefully you know that I wouldn't have to pay much. And uh, you know people are saying Union Station they should be able to get it like maybe maybe twenty bucks. Uh, maybe that post was years and years ago. <laughs> I didn't really pay attention to what year it was they posted this shit. Um, there's several state uh. A couple of parking lots, though, at Union Station, though. Maybe I just chose the wrong one to park in. When we got up there, I drank a whole bottle of kombucha uh, before. Like, on, 
I started drinking it before driving, and then uh, I finished it while we were <laughs> driving up there. And, uh, man, yeah, I had to piss so bad by the time we got to Union Station. And then uh, the first parking lot I pulled up to, I was like, let's, let's park. I got to get it out. I got to piss like a mofo. And, uh, yeah, it was $45 for event parking. Which I had to I had to put on the credit card. I didn't have forty five dollars to just spend. <laughs> and uh but I was like, you know, I didn't feel too bad about it. I'm like, look, I didn't pay for the tickets. So <laughs> uh <clears throat> I was pretty pretty excited and just like, yeah, just screw it, just put on the credit card. I have to piss so bad, I'm not gonna search around for cheaper parking <laughs> somewhere else. And the game had already like pre- or was about to start or I don't remember I know when we finally got in there, it, a couple minutes had passed by the time we actually like got into our seats. It was, you know, it was a few, at least a few minutes into the first period. But uh, yeah, I managed to not piss myself. We got we got in there, and uh, <laughs> I, uh, it was really cold. Uh, John and I, neither one of us. Uh, were dressed real warmly. That was a bit of a mistake. The cold, well, actually, I mean, the temperature-wise, it, it was like in the 30s, but wouldn't have been bad. But if the wind wasn't just a, a motherfucker that day, the wind was ridiculous, and it made it like super cold. And uh, it was like way colder, like on our way back <laughs> than when we went in there. Which I would have thought it would have been warmer since it was, you know. Yeah, the sun had been out longer. It did not uh, end up being the case, though. As uh, Yeah, it was really cold on the way back. But uh, the game was fun. We had a lot of fun. Uh, I got, uh, John got me a couple of blue moons. Jen had blue moon in quite a long time. I think he was just going Bud Light, if I remember correctly. And uh, I had a hot dog that was supposed to get a pretzel bun, but they were out of the pretzel buns. It had, or no, it was a hot dog. It was a brat, sorry. It was a brat with sauerkraut. It's pretty tasty. Could have used that pretzel bun, though. Pretzel buns are good. I'm not, like, big on pretzels, but pretzel buns are pretty fucking amazing. Um, so I was a little, a little saddened by the lack of pretzel bun. Um, but yeah, the blues ended up winning that one in overtime. It didn't go to a shootout. It was just one overtime, uh, that went to, and, uh, yeah, they won that shit. And, uh, I, any event where it's (laughs) encouraged to yell (laughs) and like sing along, like, you know, I, I become a different person and then get some alcohol in me. Like I'm yelling and, uh, singing and. All that good stuff, and uh, I was definitely doing that. And uh, John seemed to really enjoy it, so that was that was the plus. You know, it was his first game; he had never been to a game before. And I had been telling him that uh, <clears throat> I was going to get into a game like sometime this season. And uh, unfortunately, like so broke right now. <laughs> it just it it luck. It just ha- happened to that way, and that like oh hey, it happened. 
uh, thankfully that uh, we gotten free tickets from my boss, which was pretty awesome. And uh, it was fucking awesome. Not pretty awesome. It was fucking awesome. Great fucking game. Great fucking game. And uh, it was a good one for his first. I mean, and it was just good for me. I mean, I finally got that monkey off my back of going to losing games. And now I, it's not my fault if they lose. <laughs> it is not my fault. I will not take credit for it anymore. <laughs> if they lose on St. Pat's, it's not my fault. <laughs> I... I do intend on going to that game, and uh, John enjoyed it. He wants to go again, so uh sounds like he'll probably be going to the St. Pat's. Uh, I took off the two days after St. Pat's. St. Pat's is on a Sunday, and that game that day is a bit of a later one. It's at 6 p.m. So uh, that would mean getting back pretty late <laughs> and a little rough to go to work the next day. And, uh, you know, I planned beforehand uh, hitting up uh, probably Maggie O'Brien's there which is like right next to Union Station which is you know just a a bit of a not f- not very far of a walk from uh the Enterprise Center you got you Maggie O'Brien's I'm sure it's going to be balls the wall there packed uh, I'll be wearing my green jersey I'll be ready to roll man uh <clears throat> uh it it's good to know that it's, I'm not not the reason that the uh the blues lose games when when I go fantastic oh and john had a couple like a couple of firsts that weekend like the night before he had never been to a strip club john's like early 30s which was surprising me he had not been to a strip club but he went to a strip club and got uh <laughs> uh beat pretty bad by a stripper. I think Jackie was the one that really tore him up because uh, he was Jackie's bitch. <laughs> this is his new nickname after that. Uh, he went to the strip club in Columbia and uh, sh- like he had like lacerations from the belt like hitting him. Like it was rough. They drew like penises and stuff on him and uh, he barely had fun. He said he enjoyed the strip club and uh, he showed me pictures of Jackie. She she was pretty hot. If I'm going to be somebody's bitch, I'd be Jackie's bitch. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but, uh, and after the Blues game, he did get to experience Wally's for the first time. I mean, that's, that's something. I mean, maybe not as exciting as a strip club or a Blues game, but, you know, Wally's is a massive... I guess you'd call that gas station, truck stop, whatever the hell it is. It's like insanely big, like unreasonably. Like it doesn't need to be as big as it is. It's a bit crazy how big Wally's is. And uh man, I got the brisket sandwich out of there again, the smoked brisket sandwich, and it's just it was really dry. Really dry. It was unfortunate. The first time I had it, it was just perfect. The, the the amount of barbecue sauce they had on there was fantastic. The This last time was, ooh, left a bit to be, you know, it was, it was just too dry. Too dry. And, you know, it's really hard to drive a stick <laughs> while eating a sandwich and drinking. I can eat a sandwich as long as it's in a wrapper like that. I can eat that p- fairly well while driving. 
but uh, trying to drive a stick while eating a sandwich and taking a drink of water at the same time, it's it's a little tr- it's tricky. So I just kind of ate that sandwich as dry as it was, and then eventually, once I got it done, I then I drank some liquid to help wash it down. It was... Uh, yeah, that was, it was a good time. Good time. And, uh, actually, uh, <laughs> my coworker Walker, uh, was, uh, saying, uh, another coworker, uh, he's a good dude. He, uh, <laughs> dude, I, I've been using dude a lot lately. Anyway, good guy. And, uh, he usually, a lot of times parks next to me. Uh, cause, uh, in the parking lot, and uh, uh, we go out to our cars at break time. Like, I'll watch YouTube videos and, like, eat and everything. And uh, Walker's usually, like, right next, park right next to me, or at least close. <laughs> and he, he asked me what kind of exhaust, uh, like, uh, I had in my car. I'm like, fuck, I don't know. He's, like, said it was loud, and then I was, like, all paranoid. I got all paranoid. I was like, fucking loud, man, shit. Hopefully not something's not wrong. Like... I just got a bunch of brake work done that I couldn't afford. Now I get <laughs> like fuck. Oh no! Then then he kind of fucked with me a little bit. He's like, "Well, you know, you were just in St. Louis for a Blues game. You know, maybe they stole your cat. <laughs> Cut your cat a little converter out. Like, oh fuck. We're like, I don't think so, man. This is really hard to. It would be really hard to do on Mini Cooper. Suddenly, the fact that the car's just way too low to the ground. From where I stand, like, I believe I watched video on it before. Of people stealing catalytic converters. I know that's a, a huge problem these days, especially on uh, the Priuses. Like uh, Jackman has got a Prius, and he had his taken off while he was he worked at the time in Chesterfield. He was parked at work, and they fucking cut off his cat, man. Took the catalytic converter. And uh, it's a big problem. <clears throat> big problem. Uh, it only... If somebody's good at it, it takes them less than a minute to roll under the car and take a sawzall and cut off the catalytic converter. <clears throat> and uh, but with my car though, you'd have to jack it up. You'd have to get under there again. It's really low to the ground. You have to find the good spot to jack it on. You know, you got to jack it in just the right spot. And I feel like most people just aren't going to be that, unless they, you know, worked on Mini Coopers or something. Probably aren't going to be that quick to jack up a Mini Cooper. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if they put it in the wrong spot and the jack slips off, then they're real fucked and the car falls on top of them. That's a problem, you know. So you want to make sure you have it jacket on a sturdy sp- pot spot on the car before you fucking take a Zaza and <laughs> cut off the catalytic converter. And I would think, you, shit, you'd probably have to put it up on, like, stands or something. If you were going to do that with a Mini Cooper. I don't know that just jacking up one side is going to do you a whole lot of favors <coughs> to uh, cut off the cat for a, a Cooper. So I'm thinking that's you know, just an unlikely thing, especially since you know I was in a parking lot with many other cars, that if they're going to pick my, a car, I would think they would just pick one where they could just roll under the car without jacking it up and then cut the fucker off. Mine, thankfully, you can't you can't do that unless you're like fucking paper thin. It's it's real low to the ground. One of the benefits of having a vehicle that sits low to the ground. Motherfuckers can't roll under there with the saws <laughs> real easy. 
Uh. <clears throat> but no, no, my catalytic converter's fine. It's all right. I, I, I didn't know what to tell him about the exhaust. I don't know. It's I guess I'm assuming the uh, stock exhaust that was on the car. I've never really dealt with the exhaust on there. I've done, you know, I've replaced several things and worked on it a little bit myself, but I the exhaust is not something I really know about. It's a dual exhaust, I know that. <laughs> uh, a lot of what you hear in the exhaust is like the sound of the turbo just coming in like uh <laughs> Anyway. Uh but yeah, that was uh, I didn't get my car fucked with. That was a plus side. And uh, I forgot, I actually unintentionally left my front door open, or open, it was closed, it's just unlocked. I unlocked it whenever John showed up, and uh, the whole time with the Blues game, my front door was just unlocked, anybody could have just wandered in. <laughs> Didn't happen, though. Didn't happen. I mean, I figured it wouldn't, I realized on the way back, when we were driving back, I was like, oh, fuck, I left my door unlocked. And, uh... Because I was just going to tell John to, like, walk on in. But then I ended up just leaving. I thought it would be more easier for him to just uh, <laughs> come in through the garage and to see which one was. He knows what car I drive. So I left my garage open to where he could see my car. Figured that would be an easy way to spot which one I live in. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, other than that, man... Uh, you know, not uh, not a whole lot going on. I mean, that was pretty epic, the Blues game thing. Oh, we did go, uh, John and I did go get Mexican yesterday. That was pretty good. But I had fish tacos at Ernesto's. And uh, their margaritas are pretty tasty. But uh, I have been watching the Netflix show uh, Griselda. I almost said Esmeralda. <laughs> Getting fucking Ernesto's and Griselda mixed up in my head. Anyway, Griselda with uh, Sofia Vergara as uh, gr- the narco, the lady narco, uh, Griselda Blanco, um, <clears throat> which uh, she's really good at it. I, I've got like two more episodes to watch. I've like watched almost all of it already, but she's really good in it. Um, I don't know how accurate that is, or well, I honestly I don't know how accurate the uh, Narcos or uh, Narcos Mexico really was. Um, I've seen a lot of stuff on Pablo Escobar, so um, I have more of an idea about Pablo Escobar. I don't know that much about. Griselda Blanco, but uh, <clears throat> I feel like uh, this is a watered down version of Griselda, from what I understand. From what I understand, the real Griselda was just a, a fucking brutal woman. <laughs> I believe she's still alive. Um, I think she's in jail, but uh, let's see here. Like, this is. Yeah, this is one featured review, 4 out of 10. It it's an entertaining show. I'll say that. It's a really entertaining show. I think Sofia Vergara is really good in it. Probably doesn't uh, you know, go with reality that much. It's probably not that accurate. 
Um, but that's to be said about most movies and shows that are based on true stories. Like this is a review here on IMDb. The very tepid portrayal of a sociopath. I had ho- high hopes for this miniseries coming from the producers and directors of Narcos. I figured this would be just as committed to accuracy and unflinching in its handling of the violence. It seems the producers felt since this was a woman narco, they had to pull punches. The result is a series that could play on the Lifetime channel with very little editing. I mean, it does make it seem like the reason she's kills is she's got, you know, her she doesn't want to do it in the beginning and everything. I, I feel like the real Griselda probably wasn't like that. It says here, uh, the real Griselda Blanco was an unrepentant mass murderer. She was directly investigated for 40 murders and believed to be responsible for 250 total. This miniseries glazes over that. There is only a tiny fraction of the Black Widow's hits shown, and a lot of the murders take place off camera. Also, the first two episodes seem to be devoted to cementing Griselda Blanco as some sort of feminist icon. I mean, why not? She's a woman murdering drug dealer. But she's being uh, picked on by all the male murdering drug dealers. I consider myself a feminist and almost always support the connected causes. Griselda wasn't a feminist any more than Pablo Escobar was a humanitarian. Well, you know, a lot of people did see him that way because he did portray it. I mean, he was not, let's be clear. But he did, uh, you know, try to give money to the poor and stuff. And uh, he, he tried to... P- play himself off as this great humanitarian and uh he he almost uh become almost like president or something of Colombia and uh anyway uh it says here she was a total psychopath who murdered both husbands and an incredible number of people some of whom only had tenuous connections to the drug business her assassins didn't care what the collateral damage was and neither did she Among these were women and children. Her lifestyle led to death of three of her children. Oh, I feel like I'm getting the show ruined here. Uh, She she was a monster and a black hole of a person who swallowed up people whole. She should have been portrayed that way. She is not. While all gangster movies play with the likability of the leading mobster, they also show the sides of them that make them horrible. Every good film about the mob shows its destructiveness. By the time season two of Narcos was over, it was quite clear what a monster Pablo Escobar was. By the end of the final episode, I think everybody watching feels he got what he deserved. The Griselda series soft handling the bad side of Griselda Blanco makes this portrayal feel very dishonest. I found the final scene especially egregious. Oh, don't ruin it. I really didn't think I was going to write this longer review. It's just the more I think about the series, the less I like it and the message it seems to want to send. I had figured, without knowing much about Griselda Blanco, the real Griselda Blanco, I'd heard about her before. Maybe would seen a YouTube video or something. Anyway, and I read, actually, when they were working on this series about... Uh... uh <coughs> about all of that, uh, about the real Griselda Blanco and her, like her family, or maybe she's, I don't remember if she's alive. It was either her, her family was just not happy about this whole thing being produced. And, uh, there was a lot of story leading up to it. I mean, I really enjoy the Narcos series. Uh, I mean, you got, uh, Pedro Pascal fucking in, uh, 
the regular narco show, which I fucking love me some Pedro Pascal. And then you get Diego Luna in the Narcos Mexico. And Diego Luna was fucking fantastic. Both also Star Wars alum with Mr. Carl Weathers. Um, Pedro actually, you know, getting to to act with Carl Weathers. Diego Luna, no, he 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 was not fortunate enough to do so in at least Star Wars. As far as I know, they didn't act in anything together. Maybe they did. Love me Diego Luna, though. And uh, he was fantastic as a narco. <clears throat> and uh, this show does definitely seem like there's less on the violence part. It does seem like they were way too concerned about portraying a woman like that. Like, I do feel like, yeah, they could have done a better job in that regard. It's an entertaining show, though. If you just don't look at it like it's reality. Like, it's an entertaining show. <clears throat> don't don't read it into it too much. <laughs> Historical accuracy? No. Um then again, yeah, I don't I'm not really sure how accurate uh any of the other narcos stuff is. From what I understand, it's fairly accurate, but <clears throat> I'm waiting for the uh uh shit, what is the uh the other uh drug dealer that's currently in jail? That uh, they had in the last uh, couple of Narcos Mexico, uh, El Chapo. Yeah, <clears throat> I assume they'll eventually do an El Chapo series at some point. As I'm watching clips of Sofia Vergara and her other roles, this has got to be like the most serious like role she's done. Like I know she's usually done like I'm, I'm not that aware of her career. I haven't followed her career that that much, but uh there's a whatever whatever movie or show this is, there's a shot of her with a, a machine gun bra and she's shooting stuff with her boobies. It's uh pretty great. <laughs> As uh Yeah, I'm thinking that's probably the more the serious turn for it looks like uh Oh yeah, she's in Machete Kill Oh man, I haven't watched that in forever. I need to watch that again. I fucking love Machete. Machete. God damn, that's been over a decade ago. They never did the Machete Kills again. It's fucking bullshit. I don't know whatever happened to that. I thought they were filming it at one point. I don't know what the hell happened. Why we didn't get Machete Kills again. That is something I need to really look at here. Let's let's Google search that. Is this ever going to Um well according to IMDB <laughs> Oh they just changed it to uh or it's machete kills again in space. It is There's nothing uh, like there's a page for it. <laughs> <clears throat> doesn't say it's in production or anything. Doesn't really specify. <clears throat> oh, it's in pre-production. It's been pre-production for over a decade, man. What the fuck are we ever going to get this? Danny Trejo's not getting any younger, man. Not He's got to be like 70-something or like damn near at this point. He's an old man. 
you got to, I mean, there's a lot of magic you can do with CG these days, but, I mean, come on, man. I mean, how much longer is going to be around? I, I, I love some fucking <clears throat> shit that kills. Well, here's a recent article on her. Uh, <clears throat> Danny Trejo on comingsoon.net. Danny Trejo gives a brief update on machete kills in space. Let's see what the man says. Speaking with the AV Club in a recent interview posted on YouTube, Trejo was asked if there was an update he could provide regarding Machete 3. Machete kills again in space. Also known as... Yeah. Anyway. Uh, <clears throat> please text Robert Rodriguez, Trejo said. The world... I've been all over the world and everybody's asking me about that. I think Robert got scared because I was just too good in it. I shined and everybody didn't remember who the director was. <laughs> nice. Uh, Machete began as a fake trailer. Oh, we, we know this. It began as a fake trailer on the Grindhouse double feature. Just, that's it. That was the update. Uh, there wasn't much of an update. Just call Robert Rodriguez. Um, the Collider had a recent article too. Whatever had Machete kills in, in space. We should be thankful that we even have any machete films to begin with. This is a franchise that was born out of a joke, a false promise. Robert Rodriguez's cult B movie badass started out as the titular punchline of a fake trailer sandwiched in the middle of the 2007 double feature extravaganza great house. Yeah. 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 Damn it. Just get to the part where you da, da, da. see machete kills did indeed get made and was released in 2013 the sequel was not met with the same degree of excitement though nor the box office in fact it only made 17.4 million in its worldwide earnings that's not exactly raking it in when you're working with the 20 million dollar budget the stings this stings even harder when you consider the fact that rodriguez hits us with the trailer for machete kills again in space after years of fans shuffling in their seats and the team behind these movies updating fans over and over, we've been left high and dry. Machete has, in fact, not killed again, nor in space. It's a shame, but an understandable one given the financial disappointment of kills and lackluster enthusiasm for that film. The titular character's adventures have remained earthbound, for the time being at least. Uh, more recently, there have been hints if this film finally existing uh, or exiting the atmosphere of development hell, but nothing has been set in motion. Hit us with another machete, you cowards. Uh. <clears throat> Damn it. Yeah, not much to say here. Fucking love machete kills. Uh, the original machete. Holy fuck, man. Holy fuck. The movie's so fucking good. So bloody. That is what, like, that is what Griselda should do, right? It should just be like, machete. That's what they, oh, man, they need a narco show with uh, Danny Trejo. Why is he not in it? Why is he not in the narcos? I mean, he was he played a narcos, well, he played a snitch in Breaking Bad. He's involved with narcos. As uh, he'd be great as uh, working uh maybe I don't think he'd be like a good like older El Chapo, but I mean I could see Danny Trejo doing some more. Like, Danny Trejo, it's fucking Danny Trejo, man, put him in there. 
That's another, like, he's like a Carl Weathers. Like, I love just seeing Danny Trejo and shit. I love me some Danny Trejo. It's machete. Just have him in there. He's got to be old as shit now, man. Let's see here. I want to say he's probably like 70. Oh, God damn, I can't spell. Dan it. As, uh, apparently I don't type as much as I used to. Um, let's see here. Let's see how old he is. 79? Fuck, he's older than I thought. I'm not real surprised, but yeah, shit, boy. He is, uh, 79 years old. God damn it, Rodriguez. You better do this tomorrow, man. Do that shit up, man. He is. I mean, he's damn looks damn good for a 79-year-old. I mean, I haven't seen him recently. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I guess I see him every so often just because uh, I follow Trejo's Tacos on, like, Instagram and shit. Uh, <clears throat> man. I need I need some space action with the machete. He was like, I guess, uh, still in his sixties whenever he did the original machete. Is uh, <laughs> he did great in that? I fucking love man. Machete, machete came out twenty ten. Machete kills twenty thirteen. Um, as uh, oh, so good. That is a movie that goes, like, I don't see many movies anymore in the theater, sadly. Rarely do I go to the theater. Um, but God damn. Machete kills again in space. That is one that I would no doubt go see in the fucking theater. That is, it's it's got to happen. As, uh, oh, just looking at screenshots. Of the OG Machete. That's another movie I haven't watched in a long time. But I need I need to go through and watch Predator. I, I owe Carl Weathers some some uh viewing, you know? To remember the man. If Danny Trejo dies soon, I mean I'm gonna be watching all kinds of machete. I'm gonna be watching Desperado, I'm gonna be pulling up from dusk till dawn. That guy's in some fucking amazing shit. I mean it's just it's goodness. I'll be pulling up the Grindhouse double feature just to watch that trailer again. Although I don't know, I might. Uh, I, think, I think I have that on DVD, not Blu-ray, but um, I don't think it has the trailers on it. The one I've got, sadly. Anyway, yeah. Um, I would love to see Machete Kills again in the in the fucking theater, man. Fucking theater. Uh, I know the I know that I'm definitely gonna see one movie in the theater this year that's gonna be coming out, and that's Deadpool three. Past that, I'm not I'm not sure what else is coming out this year that uh, I'll be uh, going to see. I know what whenever Tarantino releases his last film, because this next one's supposed to be his last one. I think we, I don't think it's gonna be coming out anytime soon. That's another one I'll be uh, going to see. I will get off my ass. Go see that shit. In the theater. But, uh... 
Other than that, yeah, I know Deadpool three. Gonna, gonna have to happen. As uh, I think Marvels is coming up to Disney Plus that I did not go see in the theater. As apparently a lot of people didn't go see it. It did not do well as far as uh, Marvel movies are concerned. Um, I would definitely uh, <coughs> definitely watch it once it hits Disney Plus. Um, it definitely it did seem like the just from the trailer and everything that it it wasn't for me. It was I'm not the demo thereafter. Um, because you got the uh, was there Captain Marvel or whatever uh, the show that they had. I mean, it was really for teen girls. What what are they shooting for? And that's fine to have that. But you know, I I had to watch them all because I want to know everything that's going on in the Marvel the Cinematic Universe. I gotta keep up with the the Joneses. I gotta know all of it. I gotta watch all the series. Um, it took me a while to finally watch all of those. Uh, <coughs> but uh, I know that she's in that. Um, as well as you know, Miss. Uh, yeah, I'm blanking. There's the Marvels plural. Uh, I'm gonna see who was all in that. I wonder if they're gonna do the rogue thing. Um, damn it. As uh, let's see. Um, the Marvels. Oh, it's feeding time. Agent Fox Mulder's getting his food. See, uh, yeah, Captain Marvel. I guess that's Brie Larson, Carol Danvers. Um, do do do. Uh, but what is it? Miss Marvel. I guess is the show with the the younger girl, um, younger woman. Uh, Iman Vellani. I guess is her name. Kamala Khan. That's her character's name. Fuck, I gotta remember her character. Kamala Khan. Yeah, Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel. Yeah, that's uh, Brie Larson. Anyway, it was blanking my old brain. <laughs> uh, you get uh, oh, I guess uh, Monica Rambo is in it as well, like uh, Carol Danvers' friend or no Monica? Should I get confused? Because there's it's Monica the daughter. Because there was the Carol Danvers was yeah Monica Rambo is the one that's in this like her her mother was something else Ram Rambo that uh oh they got her cat her cat looks like the cat gets a lot of action in this that uh, I'm down for I want to see the cat <laughs> uh it's an orange cat too I love love me some orange cats of course Agent Fox Mulder is orange and white. Not like all orange, mainly white. Those spots of oranges. There's, uh, there's another cat in here too. I don't know what the fuck is up with that. I don't know that. Uh, of course, Carol Danvers' cat is also an alien, so that's that's exciting. <laughs> uh, I I think it comes out in just a few days. Maybe it's already out on Disney Plus. I'm not. I'm really not sure. According to, let's see what it, it rates Marvels here on uh, IMDb. 5.6 stars. So, 
not great as opposed to um, most other Marvel films and shows. Um, I mean, Aquaman, the new Aquaman rates higher. Not by much, but it's a bit higher. DC shows, DC movies suck. Let's be, I even watched the Aquaman ones, but I'm like fucking... Other than, you know, the Batman ones are, usually aren't terrible. Maybe Aquaman's pretty good. I don't know. I haven't watched it. I know the fucking Justice League sucked ass. And, like, Batman vs. Superman sucked ass. I can't believe I watched that whole fucking movie recently. <laughs> uh, as, uh, oh, the Marvel's won three awards and had eight nominations. For what, exactly? I'm not going to bother to expand more on that. I could really I could really give a shit less about awards. As uh ah, fuck. Usually I thought there was a thing on IMDb to see where it's streaming, but I guess not. Let's see here. I'll just search it. Marvel's Disney Plus. There we go. Uh new to Disney Plus in December. What or December, I mean February. <laughs> See the Marvels. What time? When is it coming? I thought it was gonna tell me when. Okay, seventh, the seventh of February. It's the third now. So we're just days away. Days away. <laughs> anyway, uh, ooh, we get the Bad Batch season three, which is the final season of the Bad Batch on the twenty-first of February. So we're just a couple weeks there out from that. Those are the bigger ones, it looks like, and as far as February is concerned. It doesn't look like anything else too exciting is coming out in February. Yeah. There's other stuff, but uh, nothing I'm quite interested in. I'm not going to expound upon here. It's, uh, that's really about, that's really all about uh, all I've got here. Um, can't wait to go to the Blues game again, which I got a little, I got a little bit. Got a little bit. Uh, I'm not going again until uh, <coughs> St. Patty's Day. But uh, <coughs> I I don't think I I don't think I'm gonna afford to go <laughs> before then. Probably can't afford to go on St. Patty's Day either. There is still the possibility we could see more layoffs at work and everything. So, I mean, I might not be able to afford a goddamn thing here shortly. <laughs> there is a possibility we could have a plant closure for like a week or so or more. Don't really know. Work is just slow. So, you know, it'd probably be a good idea if I quit spending money altogether, but that's probably not going to happen. Let's be real. <laughs> I'll probably just end up... uh turning tricks on a street corner somewhere to uh make the make the ends meet by ends i mean you know the tips the penises and making them connect <laughs> doing some sounding i don't know whatever whatever pays the bills if i got to work a glory hole you know i'll do what i have to do i've got a bit of a gag reflex but i'm a trooper i'll muscle through i'll do what needs to be done I don't know that it'll do a good job of it, but hopefully, I mean, do you, 
if you can make money in a glory hole, is there like a tip hole too? Is there a hole to slide the money in as well as your penis? Do you put it in the same hole after you after you shoot your load? Do you then drop some change in? Like, how does that work? I've never actually participated in a glory hole, so I can't really say for sure. Just don't really know. But I'm, you know, I would hope that you would at least throw a tip their way. You know, a stranger that you've never met, you have no idea what they look like or anything is doing you the courtesy of blowing you. I would hope you'd, you know, at least give them a couple pennies or something, you know, drop them something other than a load. <laughs> I mean, I guess you are giving them something. You are giving them your load. But, you know, I feel like glory hole attendants should get some compensation. You know, I don't think they're probably getting a health care package or anything like that. That seems doubtful. But <laughs> a little something more than a a load would be, uh, I would think would be nice. You know, just a little something, a little something, just a buck or two. There you go. Although if I'm just if I do a glory hole, I'm only getting a buck or two. It's not going to be worth my time. So that that throws that out the window. I better be making a couple hundred bucks each each time. That's that's what that's what Josh needs. <laughs> if he's gonna if he's gonna be a glory hole attendant, he's gonna need a lot more than uh, a couple of bucks. So I guess I'm a an expensive glory hole person. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully hopefully there's no layoffs. It's gonna be a totally different podcast if I don't have a job. <laughs> if I'm able to even do it. I may not even be able to pay for electricity that month. Be like, yeah, <sighs> shutting it all down, getting rid of the internet, getting rid of all of it. No, no show. <laughs> Although maybe I could still just take my computer. <laughs> Get it. I don't really have a road set up for like my mics and stuff, though. Well, I guess I could record. I mean, I well, again, if I had all electricity shut off, I couldn't record here. That throws that out of the. <laughs> I can go over to the muff, maybe see if the muffin man will let me take my shit over there. If I have just enough money for gas money, pull up and get the microphones out and record a show over there. And uh, I'm not sure if he. I I think they have internet over there currently. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I'd be able to then upload there. Although I I would have to pay for electricity if it, if it was still cold out because I mean I can't let Agent Mulder freeze that's just no good I mean I I'll deal with it myself if it's just me like I can I can work around it I can wrap myself up in blankets can wear multiple layers of clothes make it work keeping my food's gonna be a problem well the, I got the Yeti cooler what am I freaking out about I can keep my fruit food cool. Just buy bag of ice. Throw that in there. That's cheaper than paying an electricity bill for a month, right? <laughs> Fill the uh, sucker up with some ice, and then uh, just keep putting more ice in there, and then I'm good to go. I got the Yeti cooler, and uh, I'll survive for a little while. It's good to have a plan of action, you know, ready to go. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I need to wrap this thing up. I need to... Get going here. 
so as always, that is a kid in a wheelchair, not a trash can.